0: in the west, Hear the sound
1: God on prayer international and just giving God his rightful place you know that is more than just a song that it's a prayer it's a declaration it's a decree from the people of God speaking into the earth speaking over nations speaking over people speaking over those that need to be free that need to receive Jesus Declaring that God's kingdom is coming And you know that's what we're told to do That's what God tells us in his word To do is to declare and to decree what he is saying And when Jesus was walking the earth When Jesus was walking among us His message to the people He was always declaring the kingdom of God He was always declaring and saying things like The kingdom of God is coming to you Always decreeing for them to be open to the things of God and be open to the things of the kingdom. And that needs to be our message as believers, as children of the Most High God. That needs to be what we carry in our hearts to those around us. For the people to be open to God. Just be open to God. Be open up. Be free. Be yielded. Be sensitive. So when you listen to that song, it's called Speak to Nation. When you listen to that song, or maybe you, you sing it in your church, you've heard it before, And any song, make it a prayer. Make it a decree. Make it the cry of your heart out to God so it's not just lip service. It's not just a song. It's not just something you do to fill up 5 or 10 or 15 minutes of time. Or when you go to church, it's what we do before the offering. We we have songs. No. God made it real clear in Psalm 100. He said, come before my presence with singing, with thanksgiving in our hearts. Enter his gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. Enter his courts with praise. And so it's not just something you do before the offering time or, oh, we we have to do the the songs for 30 minutes before we get to the preaching. And I know for many people that grow up in that style or that format of service where we come in and we have an opening prayer and we have three, four, five, six, seven songs, whatever you do in your church, it may be 10 minutes and may last an hour. And then you have a, a maybe a break in between where you do some announcements and you do the the offering, and then next thing you know, you get to the preaching. But listen, that's not the way that Jesus taught us. It's not the way the Word of God says that it is. God says, look, before you do anything. Do you remember in the Old Testament, if you're familiar with the way they did things, when they would go out to battle, when the Jewish people and the Israelites would go out to battle, what would they do? They would put the singers, they would put the worshipers, they would put the the worship team out first to clear the air, and basically it was Israel's message saying, "Look, we're not going to do anything unless God goes before us, unless God's presence is what leads us into battle. We're not doing it. Listen, before we do." Whatever we do, we need to get to a place where we get into his presence. That's what we're doing. Enter in. Enter in. Enter in. Enter in. Getting into that place. Where your heart is connected to his heart. Where your desires and what you're feeling is really kind of in line and in tune and in sync, if you will, with what he's doing and what he's feeling. You know, remember when Jesus prayed to, to, to God in the 14th, 15th, 16th chapters of John, he, Jesus was constantly talking to God. One of those prayers was, Father, I thank you that you and I are one, and my prayer is that you would make these people one, like you and I are one. And there's a unity there, there's a coming together, Jesus has come unto me, but it's more than just coming unto Jesus, it's coming into Jesus, it's Jesus coming into you, it's it's him dwelling in you and you finding your place and you're being in him. Where well, you get to a, a place where you realize that apart from God, apart from Jesus, when, it, it, if God's not a part of this deal, it, it's not going to fly. I can't do anything apart from God. And you know, we're told that in the word that apart from God we can do nothing but you know, it, it takes sometimes the trials of life and circumstances and things, doing things our way, doing things the hard way. Sometimes we have to fall flat on our faces. Unfortunately, you know, they used to say sometimes you got to hit rock bottom before you look up. And I wish it wasn't that way, but for many people, you know, we're prideful, we're hard-headed, we're stubborn flesh, stubborn people that, we think our way is best, and we think we know something better than God. A lot of times we carry ourselves with that that persona or that stigma or that mindset, I guess, even in ourselves. Maybe we don't portray that to others, but maybe it's the meditation of our heart that it's my way or the highway. This is the way I'm running it. This is the way we roll you know, so many times we hear those phrases and people have that mentality. that look, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And this is how it's going to get done. Here we go. But let me tell you, do you know what the first commandment, not to get into this and don't start, you know, I'm sure we're going to get an email on this when I say this. Here, let me give you the email address so you don't have to look for it once I say it. It's prayer international at Gmail.com. All right, so we get this mentality oftentimes, whether it's in the church, out of the church, we feel like our way is best and we can do our own thing. You know, if you study other religions, one of, let me just say, one of the commandments, do you realize that Satan tries to imitate everything that God does? He tries to mock and and replicate and and put some other false thing out there, a counterfeit. And so one of the commandments in the quote unquote satanic Bible is do what you will do as thou wilt, do what you want to. That's actually how it reads. And so we see this mindset. If you, back up and we get into the Holy Bible, Holy Bible, Holy Bible. And you get into the Holy Bible and you look into the Old Testament and you look into the New Testament, you're going to find a common theme among people who chose not to serve God. And it was this, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Oh, God, I know you said don't eat the fruit of the tree. But I'm going to do what I want to do. Oh, I know, God. You said get away from this town and don't look back. Pillar of salt. Why? Because they're going to do what they want to do. David and his best friends carrying the ark of God Moving the ark of God. And God says, whatever you do, don't touch it. Whatever you do, don't touch the ark. Even though we think sometimes we're going to help God out. Oh, we're going to help God out. I'm going to do it the way I'm going to do it. And it's going to help God. And you go to pick up the ark because it falls. Don't you think that God's big enough to pick himself up? So he goes, David and his best friends, here they are, carrying the ark, falls over, He reaches over to pick up the ark and boom. But God, why? He was doing such a noble thing, such a good thing, but he wasn't doing the obedient thing. And God says, I desire obedience rather than sacrifice. I want you to obey me. I'm glad you want to do good things, but I want you to do the God thing. I'm glad you loved it. You know, do all these wonderful things out there, but it's not the thing that I wanted you to do. And you know, I know as I say this, God's running through a list of things in my heart, showing me things in my life where I blew it, where I missed it, where I decided my way was best, God. And you know what? I still have consequences in my life today because of things that I chose that God didn't choose for me. My wife will tell you, I struggled in many different areas because of things that I did in my past. It makes my future difficult. It makes my present difficult because of choices I made that God did not approve of. And at the time, oh, it seems like a great thing. But see, Proverbs tells us there's a way that seems right to a man. But the end of it is death. Now, I'm not saying that everything you choose is going to bring death. I would. please. And here we go. We'll probably get more emails. PrayerInternational at com. But you know... You can do whatever you want to do. God says, choose you this day whom you will serve. Choose life. Choose death. Choose a way and walk in it. God says, look, pick a path and and go down it. And preferably, he rather you choose his way. See, he says, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts, says the look. You'll find this in Isaiah, I believe, 55. Let's go 55. And if I'm wrong, we'll back it up to 40. It's been a minute. Hang on. All right, so Isaiah 55. Here we go. Let's, Let's shift into Bible. Bible time a minute, then we're going to go back into worship time for a little bit and give it time to set in, and then I'm going to have to break it down. I want it to set in. Say, set it in, Lord. Don't you love it when preachers do that? I don't, actually, but, you know, hey. So, here we go. Isaiah 55, and we're going to skip down to verse 6. He says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found, and call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Say his thoughts, my thoughts. His way and his thoughts. God says, Forsake your way and forsake your thoughts. Why? Because there's a way that seems right to a man the end of its death. He says, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord. Did you see how he says, let him return unto the Lord? That means at one point he was walking with. So this wasn't just some sinner. This wasn't just some guy that didn't know God or some guy that was out of the church. This was a church guy. This was a man that walked with God or, or, or maybe a woman that walked with God, had a relationship with God, understood what God said, but they decided to go their way and their thoughts. How do I know that? Listen to what it says. It says, Let him return unto the Lord. Now, if you return to something, it means you were once there, and then you left. If you return to something, it means you were once there and then you left. He says, let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy upon him. And you are God, for he will abundantly pardon. Listen, if you return to God, if you're going the other way, if you're missing it, if you've messed it up, if you've blown it, made some mistakes, you flat out just sinned against God knowingly, forsake your way. Your thoughts Turn around and run to God Return to God Return to God Hang on for a minute So return to God And this is what he says Listen This is a good one for tonight for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. There it is. It's verse 8. Say the Lord, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, there's a good one for tonight. How many of you guys ex- experienced the rain coming down? And the snow from heaven. Having the time. Hallelujah. Well, we did last night. Actually, the rain came down and the ice and the snow came down and our trees came down and our fence came down. Hallelujah. Well, so it's at least it's on record. It did. I'm telling you. We got pictures. It's hilarious. It's not hilarious like ha-ha, but you know, what can you do? You can either laugh or you can cry. Praise God. Yeah, praise God. I missed our car. Listen, so this giant piece of tree that was about the size of some of the trees in the neighborhood, just a piece of the tree, came down out of the sky, takes our fence with it. Praise Jesus. It could have been worse. But you know why am I saying this? Listen, all you can do is laugh or cry, right? Those are the choices. Choose you this day. And God says, Rejoice in all things. It doesn't say rejoice for all things. It doesn't say get so glad, happy that everything bad happens. It does not say that. But it says when you're going through it, rejoice. Because you've still got something to look forward to You've still got a future Ahead of you You've still got a God That's pulling for you That's pulling for me That's got a hope and a future Why? Because God knows the plans That he has for you I'm reminded every day But I know the plans I have for you Declares the Lord Plans to prosper And not to harm you And plans To give you hope in a future. Listen. Rejoice in all things. Either laugh or cry. But you know what? Don't let the devil steal your joy. Don't let the devil steal your song. Don't let the devil steal from you any longer. But return to God and get it back. Return to God For as the rain comes down And the snow from heaven And returns not the waters the earth And make it bring forth bud That it may give seed to the sower And bread to the eater So shall my word be That goeth forth out of my mouth It shall not return to me void But it shall accomplish That which I please And it shall prosper In the thing where I send it God says whatever I say Whatever I declare Whatever I Decree says the Lord will prosper wherever he sends. That's why it's important that you begin to declare and decree what God says. You begin to say what God says. You begin to do what God wants you to do. Why? Because it'll prosper in whatever you do. It'll prosper wherever God sends it. He says so. And it will accomplish. Whatever God pleases, and it won't return void. And he says this, Lord, thank you. Verse 12, for you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Let God's peace lead you. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Yeah, it it sometimes feels like you just want to cry. And that's okay. But see, God says, look, I'm going to turn your morning into laughter. Weeping may endure all night, but joy will come in the morning. Listen, there's a season. There's a time to laugh and a time to weep. And there's a time to sit in your stuff, and there's a time to rise up out of it. And I'm here to tell you this is the time. People of God, if you're listening, rise up out of it. Let God put his hand out. Take God by the hand and let him lift you up. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. And the mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing. And the trees of the fields shall clap their hands. Listen, if the mountains can break forth into singing, trees can clap their hands, what's your deal? So guess what we're going to do, trees? And mountains We're about to worship We're about to praise Get our praise on Because this is what God says This is the last thing I'm going to say Before we shift gears here Verse 13 and I'm done with Isaiah 55 Instead of thorns Shall come up a fir tree Instead of briars Shall come up a myrtle tree And it shall be to the Lord for a name And for an everlasting sign It shall not be cut off Blessed is the man that doeth this. Listen. Get a hold of Isaiah 55.5. It says, hey, everyone that's thirsty, come to the waters and drink. Come to the Lord. If you don't have any money to buy and eat, just come to the Lord. Why do you spend your money on that which is not bread? And your labor on that which satisfies not, God says, verse 1 and 2 of Isaiah 55. I, I skipped the first five verses. Let me just share this. We're going to shift gears. Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to lie to you. I told you that was the last thing I was going to say. That's one thing. Don't ever believe a preacher when he says this is the last thing I'm going to say. Go ahead and just forgive him for being a liar. Because usually it, it doesn't happen. That, they say that this is my last point. Or five, just five more minutes. Listen, nine out of ten times. There's a couple preachers in there that may be able to, you know, make it happen like that. But sometimes, you know, we just got to forgive them. So this is the deal. Isaiah 55, 5. And we'll back up the first four also. And you're going to love this because it's good stuff. It says, everyone that's thirsty, come to the waters. And if you have no money, come and buy and eat, and come and buy wine and milk without money and price. Why do you spend your money on that which is not bread, and labor for that which satisfies not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat that which is good. And let your soul delight in fatness. Incline your ear, and come to me, and your soul shall live. Listen, God says, if you listen to what I'm telling you, and if you come unto me, your soul will live. Do you want to be alive? Do you want your soul to live? Then listen to God. Do what he says He says I will make an everlasting covenant with you I have given him for a witness of people And a leader for the commander of the people You shall call a nation That knoweth not Nations that knew not Shall run unto thee because the holy One of Israel Is your God This is what I'm saying this is it right here Come to the water And drink Come to the water and drink.
0: I don't understand your way. Hooray! beautiful you are made for so much more Thank you.